Welcome to Waking Up to Grace. I'm Lenny, and today's topic is going to be backsliding. Uh, how do you know if you're backsliding? Are you backsliding? Uh, you know, what, what are the things that you'd be looking for to know for sure? You know, we hear a lot of sermons out there talking about it. And uh, from what I see from my vantage point, not very many of them are correct on backsliding if you read what is written in scripture about it. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to start just by going by what the Apostle Paul says about backsliding. What does backsliding look like according to the Apostle Paul? Um, so the Apostle Paul says, uh, mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. And if anybody doesn't know, you know, with circumcision, uh, the circumcision is is a matter of the law. It was a procedure that they did accordance in accordance with the law. And um, I'm not going to go into great detail, but uh, he basically equates circumcision with the law because uh, that was something that uh, a lot of the 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 people that were coming in to teach false teachings were coming in as the circumcision group saying, you know, oh yeah, yeah, it's Jesus, but this too, you know, so they would add something to the message. So it was Jesus plus circumcision or, you know, and today it could be Jesus plus good works, Jesus plus paying your tithes or, or whatever it may be. They were adding something to Jesus and his work. And, um, so, you know, he says, don't let yourself be circumcised. Don't fall victim to these rules and regulations, basically. Christ will be of, uh, of no value to you at all. He says, again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. Now, he clearly wasn't saying just because somebody got circumcised. He's, he's saying it as the vantage point of becoming circumcised because of it being important because of it gaining you fellowship with God or gaining you salvation. Um, and so if you're, if you're doing anything uh, apart from Christ's work it is not acceptable. There's, there's nothing to add to that. And so he's, he, he's, he's basically telling you that you're obligated to obey the whole law. So if you're if you're obeying one of the Ten Commandments or one of the 613 commandments, <laughs> which is really how many there were, uh, and you're not obeying all of them, uh, you're obligated. You're you know if you you can't obey one and you're without being obligated to obeying all of them, it's it's not a pick and choose. It's all or nothing. You obey the law per, to perfection, or you're disobedient. And so he says. You know, to those people who are, uh, again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised, he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. So this is the NIV version of uh, translation. And uh, he says, but by faith, we eagerly await through the spirit, the righteousness for which we hope. For in Jesus Christ, there is neither circumcision nor circumcision or uncircumcision has any value. We're free. And so what he's telling them uh, here in, in Galatians is that falling away for them was falling back onto the law, falling onto rules and regulations. And so what you, what you hear teaching, uh, the teachings out there that you're hearing most of, to me, sound kind of like a reversal of this. It's kind of become the opposite. You know, you're falling away from fellowship if you don't do this or, 
You know, you might not be saved if you don't do that. You're backsliding if you fall into some sin. You're backsliding if you do something really bad and that, uh, you know, there's uh, there's certain sins that you're just going backwards. You can do some, but not these. And so you create these sins that are worse, one worse than another. And uh, you just completely pervert scripture because in God's eyes, sin is sin. And like the Apostle Paul makes abundantly clear here. You know, you're, you're not going to obey some of the law. You got to obey it all to perfection. If you're going to fall under rules and regulations and you're going to go for a workspace salvation, you got to go back to that Sermon on the Mount that Jesus proclaimed that was supposed to lead people to him. But some people stumble over the stumbling block and see that as a call to action, a call to being obedient, a call to being better people. That's what Jesus was all about. No, that's not true at all. Jesus was about salvation. Jesus is about saving us from the from all that stuff that we were never meant to be able to do in the first place. Paul, Apostle Paul tells us that the law was brought in so that sin would increase, not so that it would decrease and we become better. So backsliding, according to the Apostle Paul, is falling under rules and regulations, falling into a works-based salvation. So if you're falling into sin right now and you're thinking, I'm watching this video to learn about how I can get out of backsliding, what you need to do is what the Apostle Paul would tell you is to fall back into grace, come back to your salvation. Uh, Peter said that uh, people that are out there sinning have, have forgotten um, forgotten about their, their salvation, basically. They've, they've forgotten their cleansing, he says. And um, so that's the reason why they're falling into sin. He's not saying, oh boy, they're backsliding with their actions. No, he's saying they're backsliding because of their beliefs. They've forgotten their cleansing. They've forgotten their forgiveness. If you go around, you know, feeling guilty for your sins all the time before God and feeling bad and feeling like a sinner, you're calling yourself a sinner all the time. You're going to be a sinner. But if you're calling yourself a saint, the way the scripture tells you to look at yourself as a saint, you're going to be doing better things. You're going to act more in accordance with what you are. You, you can't go around living your life thinking you're something that you're not. It just doesn't get you anywhere. So backsliding is going back to the law, back to rules and regulations. So how many preachers out there that are teaching you how, how bad you're backsliding might be backsliding themselves? Maybe they shouldn't even be the ones teaching the gospel. Maybe you should if you're having questions about the, the teaching being confusing. So let's look at some other passages and uh, about backsliding. Now these get a little bit deeper. So in Hebrews, this has uh, a famous passage here. So in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 7, he says, So as the Holy Spirit says, and now keep this in mind, so as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the desert, where your fathers tested and tried me and for 40 years saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. And I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. So this is not about falling away. This is about Israel and their falling away. And he's talking about their hearts and their hearts going astray. Well, as Christians, if we look up scripture and we look up the prophet Ezekiel and we look at all the New Testament teachings about our heart, where we've been given a new heart, a new spirit, and he poured you know, his spirit within us. And so we have this union with him now. 
And um, so our hearts can't go astray. So this passage is not about falling away. And it divulges itself later, actually, in the passage. He goes on to say, see to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly to the end the confidence we had at first, as has just been said, and he quotes it again, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. And so they're they're being evangelistic in a way, saying, see to it that none of you has an unbelieving heart. Help each other out. Help each other come to faith, come to belief. Don't have an unbelieving heart. It's God's work, you know, to give us these new hearts. But, you know, we should be encouraging each other to God's work, to revealing. That's what the Spirit teaches us to do, is to is, is, is just that. I mean, that's one of the things. It's not that making a rule out of it, like, oh, you're not doing that. Not like that, but the Spirit is doing that. The Spirit's going to guide people to the Spirit. The Spirit in you will guide the Spirit uh, to somebody else. They'll lead, they'll lead them to Christ through your Spirit. But here's where he really sheds the context on this passage that is used constantly to tell people they're falling away. He says, who were they who heard and rebelled? Who were they? Not all those who Moses led out of Egypt. And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the desert? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? And here's the kicker. So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. So all this is about unbelief. Don't harden your hearts as they did in the rebellion. Don't be an unbeliever. All he's saying is don't be like them. Don't be an unbeliever. Can we follow that in the flesh? Can we believe that? Can we understand that? No, it's a spiritual teaching that only the spiritual will hear. Are you hearing it? I mean, you could, anybody can hear it, but do you understand it? If you understand it, then the spirit is guiding you and you are discerning things well and, the, and God is giving you a gift. And that is something to, to glory in. And, uh, you know, it could be that you come to find out that, you know, a lot more about than these pastors that you're learning from. So take a close look at what you're being taught. And uh, Hebrews chapter, chapter six, let's see, is another one that uh, people get confused about. He says, uh, it is impossible uh, for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, if they fall away, to be brought back to repentance. Because to their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. And so people see this and they get scared. They're like, can I fall away? And if I fall away, and you know, from, from God's grace, I'll never be able to come back. And, um, you know, they, you, you got to look at this in context. So this, the book of Hebrews was written to Jews. And uh, so this would have been um, a Jewish uh, Christianity being taught, the gospel being taught to Jews. And so what he's telling them is if you, if you hear this message of grace and you go back to the law and you go back to working your salvation by your works, then you're you're there's no way back for you. You're gonna you're gonna crucify God all over again. So you're gonna reject the message. And then 
<laughs> you're going to reject the message and then start working your way to salvation instead. You can't come back that way. That's falling away, just like Paul described it. Falling away is going back to the law, going back to rules and regulations, going back to made up stuff, made up rules that your pastor's teaching you possibly. Uh, be careful out there, you know, because backsliding is is probably not what you're being taught. If I had to guess, I think, you know, if I guessed that, I'd be guessing that right. And more often than not, I'd have pretty good odds of winning that bet. So let's just uh, let's look at things scripturally. If we're going to look at backsliding, you might be backsliding and not even realize it for that matter. And if you are, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening and check out these passages, check them out in their proper context, check out some more of our content and, and see, you know, what the, what the truth is about some of these things, some of these tough things in scripture. Uh, falling into sin is, is a human thing and it happens. That doesn't mean you're falling away from grace. It doesn't mean you're falling away from God. <laughs> he teaches the opposite. Jesus says that nobody will take them from my hands. Nobody will take any of my sheep from God, the Father's hands. And uh, they'll be with me forever. And, uh, you know, we're, we have a whole lot of security in our salvation as written in Scripture. And so when we when we fall into a little bit of sin, the best thing to do is what the Paul, what the Apostle Paul would tell you to do is to start focusing on Jesus, start focusing on his grace and start focusing on who you are in Christ. Because when you realize you're a saint, you might start acting like one. If you keep telling yourself you're a sinner and you're a bad, dirty, awful, bad hearted sinner, which you're not as a Christian, you're made perfect forever you're cleansed perfectly, you're forgiven as far as the East is from the West, you are a new creation, and uh, you're no longer sinner to God, you're saint, and there's no way around, that's your new identity, and if you start to realize that, you might start acting like it, and that's what the Apostle Paul would teach, he wouldn't be teaching you rules and regulations, he calls that backsliding, so that's that's the truth about backsliding right there, and uh you know, we're waking up to grace and we don't put anything in its place. So thank you for joining us. Check out our website at wakinguptograce.com. You can look at our study guides there. And uh, most certainly subscribe to our YouTube videos because we're going to keep them coming. We're really excited about being on YouTube and having this ministry. So come join us for more. Hope you have a great time out there and wake up to some grace with us. Amen. <laughs>